1: Hi and welcome back to India on 99.94, your home of Indian cricket content several times a week on the 99.94 app, on your podcast feed and on YouTube as well. I'm your host Nikesh Raghani, BBC and SEN cricket commentator. Alongside my co-host Sara Waris and Sara, today we discuss Harshal Patel. We're going to be looking in depth at Quite a few aspects of the Indian T20 World Cup squad uh, going ahead into that tournament, uh, which gets underway uh, very shortly, actually. Uh, it's the, the days are sort of being counted down until that tournament gets underway. And today we're going to look at Hushal Patel in particular, um, because in the absence of Jaspit Bumrah, is in contention for a spot in that eleven. But it's not quite gone the way that the Indian selectors and Herschel would have hoped in recent times, has it? He's, he's had a bit of a nightmare re-entry into this setup.
2: Yeah, he's been too expensive at the death, and it, it sometimes seems that you know he has no alternative there. There is no other backup plan for him, which just uh, adds to the woos, especially with uh, bhuvi also conceding a lot of runs. And you uh, would have hoped at least Herschel, you know, can translate his form from the IPL uh, to the Indian stage, but his economy rate is over the roof. And yeah, it's a major cause of worry heading into the World Cup, I would say.
1: So what is his specific role in the side? Because... He's not that effective anyway as a new ball bowler. Yeah, he does bowl with the yeah. new ball, particularly in IPL. But you know, his role really is at the death. It has been in the IPL, a couple of overs at the death usually, maybe one in the middle and one at the top. But he's not been that effective with the new ball. He's not really a swing bowler. Or he hasn't been swinging it that much recently. And he's lost that sort of zip at the death as well. The The dipping Yorker used to be a thing of his mm-hmm. uh, up until about a year or so ago and, and that seems to have, have gone all over the place. He's attempting it, but quite often it turns into full tosses or, or half volleys and he's just not quite able to get it right. What What is his role in the side, given all that, is is <laughs> Does he have a defined role? Are they just winging it, the Indian selectors?
2: Probably in middle order, enforcer and death. That- Death, bowler. That that's why he is in the team. I would say, um, and especially now with Bumrah not there, uh, you know, it was always go- a toss up between Arshdeep and Herschel, and Arshdeep was always going to uh, edge ahead if Bumrah was there. But now the pace bowling attack, I think, I think the three specialists are going to be Bhuvi, Herschel, and Arshdeep, and out of them. Only Arshti Priyo, like, you know, he can bowl at the death decently. He's been expensive of late, but, yeah, so that, that's a major worry for me heading into the World Cup.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a concern with, with the, what combination they go in with. I mean, look, with with somebody like Ahaschul, he, he's been around a few years, um, but he really sort of caught the eye of... Uh, the, the average Indian cricket fan, you'd say, uh, maybe the non-hardcore IPL fan would have just sort of taken a shine to him when he took those 32 wickets in a season for RCB yeah. uh, in, in 2021. And I mean, what a season that was. That was, you know, absolutely brilliant. And, and the fact he took those wickets with an economy of eight runs and over, which was decent, Enough, um, you know, wasn't quite as good as some of his contemporaries, the likes of Boomeras and and you know, others, other fast bowlers uh, around, but but not not bad. And even in 2022, look, his strike rate, um, sorry, his his economy rate was 7.66, so it went down, didn't take as many wickets, wasn't quite as effective or, or dangerous. Maybe they'd figured him out some of the batters, but 32 wickets in 15 matches in 2021 really burst onto the scene and it kind of seems to have, have gone a little bit wrong since then in terms of nobody from the indian setup has really taken him to one side this is the coaching staff and and sort of said look this is what you, we want you to work on this is where we see your role within the team and you know let's let's work on this this and this and that will improve you by 10% ahead of the next year you know no nobody has done any of that and mm-hmm. when When somebody has a great IPL season, it might be raw talent at times. You know, you get youngsters bursting onto the scene. And, you know, even somebody like an Ayush Badoni with the bat in the last season of the IPL, he had like two or three really good innings at the start of the tournament, fizzled out towards the end. Yeah, that can happen with young players. You'd like to now, after that first season, somebody from the coaching staff of, of Lucknow initially, and then, you know, if he eventually gets international recognition, the international coaching setup just somebody a senior coach just to take him to one side and you know this is a great talent we've got here let's hone these skills let's give them a defined role let's get them to work on several aspects of their game which then by the next season they can improve by 5 or 10% and keep doing that year after year it's got to be an intense process it's not like oh this guy Harshal Patel he's taking 32 wickets oh great let's just pick him in the Indian team oh he's not done well in international cricket we'll drop him again you know look after your, this is an investment. You you need to look after your players. And I think that that's a big problem from, from my perspective. It doesn't appear as though anybody's given him any kind of direction. And as a young cricketer, that's what you need. You need direction. You need answers as to, you know, why you're being dropped or or what you can do to get back in the team or what you need to do to get to, you know, not nobody's gonna to get to Bumrah levels probably, but you know, how do you aim and aspire to be as close to somebody like a Bumrah across all formats as possible yeah. and, and nobody's done that. Nobody appears to have done that.
2: Yeah. Um you know he was nicknamed Purple Patel after uh the twenty 2020 twenty IPL, twenty twenty one IPL. Yeah. yeah. Uh So yeah, twenty one IPL. Uh also I was just looking at his stats. Uh you asked me what his role is. Um uh, The thing is, I was just looking at, you know, how much he's bowled where in T20s this year. In the death, he has bowled 23 overs with an economy rate of 9.06. And in the middle overs, he's bowled more. So he's bowled almost 30 overs in the middle overs with an economy rate of 6.48. um, Which again, you know, makes me think, Is he the death bowler? Because he's been consistently expensive and he's bowled very few at the death also. So, uh, yeah, if India are taking him as a death bowler, um, he himself hasn't bowled at the death a lot. He's bowled more in the middle overs with a decent economy of 6.4. Actually, he's very very good. Uh, So, again, you know, um, is India giving him a role which is not suited for him or... Uh, which is not done well at this year even last in 2021 he had an economy rate of 8.7 at the death while in the middle overs he had an economy of 7 obviously it can uh, like it will increase because at the death you are hit for runs uh but he's bowled more overs in the middle overs so is he a death bowler because you know, that's a trend. I was just comparing stats. And overall, he has more uh, overs bowled. He has bowled more overs in the middle overs. So, uh, yeah, is is he not the death bowler? But India are just trying him because there's no one else. So, you know, that needs to be considered.
1: Yeah, right. We'll, we'll continue our Harshal Patel chat. We'll, we'll have a look at uh, some more of his stats in just a moment after this short break. You're listening to Cricket's Conversation on
0: 99.94. Whatever your team, we have the show for you on podcast, YouTube, or on the 99.94 app. We have India, England, South Africa, West Indies, and now Sri Lanka covered. If you want to find us, the best way is to follow us on social media at 9994DM by downloading the 9994 app or Google... 99.94 99.94 on podcast. We speak cricket.
1: So, Sarah, he's, he's definitely a wicket-taker. We we know he's a, he's been a wicket-taker throughout his entire T20 career. If you look at it, 155 matches, 185 wickets. Of course, that 32-wicket season that we keep harping on about. But he is a, a consistent wicket-taker. And sometimes, I suppose, in T20 sides, you allow yourself that one bowler who can be a little bit expensive but has the ability to take a lot of wickets and and that appears to be the role that he's been given the only problem is is that with the injury to bumrah and with the fact that boofie's being expensive at the death in recent times as well you you can't really afford another guy to to be potentially expensive especially at the death yeah. Uh, when you've only got really one specialist death bowler now in, in Ashdeep Singh. It's a big risk, isn't it? You, but you can understand that role in a team if everyone's fit, can't you?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, but as you said, um, with no Bumrah there, he has been bowling at the death. And But who are the other replacements? Like if, if not Harshal, and who then will bowl at the death? So uh, yeah, they can afford a bowler like that but then you know with Bumrah not being there and he has so much of experience he's played so many matches he probably you know he should um yeah try to take on that role more and you know just be the leader of the attack I know he's very inexperienced in the format but um he has played a lot of T20 matches so which is not happening and After his return from injury, he's just been all over the park with his... uh, Like, he's been sent all over the park and struggled with his lines, lens. He's bowling wide. The Yorkers are missing. So, is it because, you know, he's returned from injury and he's still struggling for rhythm or is it... It could be. But the stats say that it's a long... Yeah, but the stats, you know, especially, yeah, at the death... He's not picked a lot of wickets at the death also, Mm. so...
1: Yeah, he's not he's not uh, the death bowling yeah. answer, yeah, is he? Really, sure. yeah. we, we we can see that going back uh, some time. He's thirty one years old as well, which might surprise a few because obviously he's he's not been in international cricket that long, but he's been on the scene domestically for quite long. Gujarat, Haryana, etc., etc. Um, of course, you know we we know him as a an IPL cricketer with the RCB, Delhi Capitals, and and. You know he's he's been on the scene for a while. He's played India under nineteen cricket. He's played now for the first team as well. He just doesn't quite look like if if everyone was fit, or if even eighty percent of your bowlers are fit across all formats. I don't think he quite looks like he makes the cut to me. I think they've given him an opportunity. It's not quite worked out. His economy rate in T Twenty internationals is in nine point two. He's played, what, 20-odd matches, 23 matches um, at that level. So, you know, a fair run, a fair run. He's in the squad now for the World Cup, so they're probably going to have to play him at some stage, if not throughout. Um, For me, he just doesn't quite look like the international cricketer that we hoped he could be. How, How do you feel about that?
2: Yeah, um, it's almost like Avesh Khan. Uh, He played 15 matches, had an economy of nine and India didn't persist with him after that. They didn't pick him for the Asia Cup. You know, uh, so it's almost like uh, very similar stats to Harshal Patel. But Harshal Patel has been persisted with probably because of the experience i don't you know because of his ipl form i don't really know why do you think it's because you know he can bat a bit lower down the order but then yeah, yeah. yeah. but then again you know you have
1: to that, be- that's a reason yeah. I, I that's definitely a reason definitely you know it is because the way these, these indian selectors think it doesn't matter who comes in as selectors The core of the side is still the same. The senior players are still the same. Some of the backroom coaching staff are still the same as they have been for years. NCA, you know, not a lot changes through the core of of Indian cricket, even though sometimes personnel changes. There's that security aspect of it, isn't there? They they just Mm. shit themselves going into big tournaments, basically, and they try and cover all these bases. Oh, he can bat. Yeah, but if he can't bowl yeah. that well, and you know it went in those roles that you're asking him to bowl in, then why is he in the team? It doesn't matter if you know I can bat a bit, but he wouldn't put me in the team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's I just don't get it. I just it's that it's it's almost like a throwback to to some of the sides like England, for example. They they used to do it in white ball cricket when they were rubbish in all white ball cricket before 2015 and. You know, there's a lot of sides have done it. New Zealand weren't blessed with the best talent over so many years. So they used to have a lot of all rounders, sort of bits and pieces cricketers, as as we call them. Um, you know, not like Jadeja, actual bits and pieces, you know, one at some who can bowl a bit, occasionally be good, bat a bit, occasionally, you know, not class in either department. And and lots of sides were stacked with those kinds of cricketers in the nineties and into the early noughties. But you need specialists now. India have got such a massive talent pool that if if you're if you've got injuries, especially to somebody like Bumrah and and Shami's a concern. You know, is he even going to be fit from COVID? Um, Siraj isn't quite Siraj bowling well in the ODIs actually against South Africa. Mm. So, you know, is is that actually? Let's talk about that. Is is Siraj potentially another avenue into the team ahead of somebody like a Harshal Patel if he gets picked? In the 15. We don't know who the 15th member of the, the squad is yet um, for that T20 World Cup. The days are ticking down. We're going to find out very soon. Is it Siraj for you or do they have to check on... They, they, they clearly want Shammy, but yeah. Shammy doesn't look like he's recovered well from COVID and he's not played. So can you just stick him in there? He's not out there. He's not playing in the warm-up matches. Is it, is it too late for Shammy? Is it going to be Siraj?
2: I think Shami will still make it. It's um, The selectors, obviously, have gone back to him. He's not played uh, a T20I since the World Cup last year, but they've gone back to him just to get in that experience. And, you know, we've spoken about this before, that, you know, this sometimes this team lacks that X factor or they get scared before ICC events and they just get an experience which might not really... Uh, be the best move. Like, we've spoken about this, how, you know, they just lack that boldness. And going back to Shami just proves that. It's nothing but that. Um. Also, you know, it's very interesting that you spoke about Harshal being given a run of 22-23 matches and Avesh uh, playing 15 matches despite not having that much of an impact. On the other hand, Siraj has just played 60-20 is and, you know, someone like Umran Malik has just played one or two. So, is it the case of uh, consistently backing the wrong players, which leaves no option of, you know, looking at the um, other candidates? Uh, obviously, I understand that you have to back someone before they can, you know, flourish on the international stage. But is it like, do they keep on packing the wrong players who might not really be fit for the job? Or do they just see IPL performances and hope that it will translate to international cricket? Because it makes no sense, like Siraj playing 60-20 eyes. Um yeah.
1: Yeah, the, obviously, you know, the, it would. it's kind of been proven that IPL performances, yeah, they they just hope that does translate. and. And that has been the case with Avesh and and certainly Harsha Patel as well. Um, But then Umran Malik has been impressive in the IPO. Yeah, he's been expensive on occasions, uh, which you always are going to be when you're bowling 95, 98 miles an hour, whatever it is. You will be expensive on occasion because he's young, it's difficult to control that pace all the time. And quite often the batters are just throwing their bat at it and, and it's flying off the edge for six and whatever it might be. You're going to have those days, but then you're also going to have Mm -hmm. your days where you take your brilliant forfers and stuff like that, which he has done as well. And he's not been given a run at international level, which I'm disappointed about. It's obviously too late, even if he came in in the last few months, it was probably too late for a run maybe to this World Cup. Um, But they've certainly got to be looking at him for the future because there's not many in in, in world cricket history who can bowl that quick. I mean, he's bowling at literally nearly 100 miles an hour Hmm. consistently as well. He's now got a little bit more accuracy. I I felt towards the end of that IPL season in particular, last season, he seemed to be that relationship with him and Dale Stain was working really well. And Stain had, had done exactly what I said a senior coach should do to somebody like a Herschel Patello a couple of years back, is... Get them to one side, mentor them, tell them exactly what they need to do to get better, and be with them through every step of that journey. And Dale Stain has done that with Umran Malik and he's nowhere near the finished article yet. There's a lot of work still to do, but that work is in progress. Yeah. And he's got a great mentor there. He'll hopefully have not just the one mentor, but you know, there'll be when he comes into the international setup, you'd hope that the coaching staff would then sort of give him a set plan of of how to get better and work through that with him as well um but yeah it's disappointing not to see players like that being given a good run as well after after success as well in the IPL mm. so yeah backing the wrong players um but it's the Indian selectors right and we've seen it time and time and time again so we'll wait and see what Harshal Patel's role is in the side.
2: Also another thing on the Dale Stain uh, Umran Malik uh, incident I was just watching his one of uh, so Dale Stain is uh, an expert on star sports uh, for the South Africa series. So you know they, he was talking about Umran Malik and he was talking about how you know they plan to set Shreya Sayer up because obviously he struggles against uh, the short pitch bowling and all. So you know how they uh, just looked at all the videos and how they planned and set him up for that dismissal. So, yeah, you know, the, it, it, that was such a uh, good bond, genuine bond. They He spoke about, you know, celebrating when when he got that wicket, he celebrated. Like, he, he was more excited than Umran Malik himself. Uh, so, yeah, it was very encouraging to see. And, yeah, these are the kind of coaches you need uh, for so many, for a lot of players in the Indian team also. And I just hope that it is being provided to them. Uh, I'm not really sure how that works. But yeah, I just hope that, you know, even people like Avesh Khan, obviously he, he, he was there. He bowled very well in the ODI series, didn't get a lot of wickets, but he was decent. So I just hope that, you know, there are more coaches and mentors to tell them what's going wrong and you know what to improve on going forward.
1: Absolutely. Right. We're we're nearly out of time on this one, but just time for another short break and we'll be back on the other side. If you love
0: the language of cricket and want more, then head over to the 99.94 app and you can hear all of our podcasts and cricket commentary. We're adding new shows all the time and covering cricket series from all over the world. Be the first to hear all of our announcements by following us on social media at ninety-nine nine four DM. Welcome to Cricket's Conversation.
1: So Sarah, we've we've discussed Harshal Patel and, and possible other alternatives as well. You you think they're gonna go with Mohammed Shami that, that first match of the yeah. tournament?
2: Who Do you think who do you think it's going to be? <sighs> also, the latest news coming in is that Deepak chair has been pulled yes, out and he won't be the that's standby, it'll right. be shut. And if that the was Lord finds a way, but to that come was back. another one,
1: wasn't it? Where what do they say first? It was a knee, then they said it was the back, another one out yeah, of the back injury, yeah. and another one poorly communicated to the, to the press and to the fans um, as to what the injury was. I mean, what, what is going on at the NCA with these doctors and... No, first
2: it was ankle.
1: Or was it ankle? Ankle. So ankle ankle. and then back. I mean, sometimes they can be related. But a lot of back injuries, which is a concern. So no Deepak Jaher then. So they'll have to name another standby replacement player, won't they?
2: Shardul Thakur. The Lord finds the way back.
1: The Lord. The Lord is... (laughs) I love the Lord. He's... Such, such a yeah. innocuous kind of cricketer, isn't he? Especially when he's coming into bowl, that gentle run-up, the sort of gentle, medium pace outswingers. And sometimes yeah. he'll just look like there's absolutely no threat. And then all of a sudden, bam, bam, takes a couple of wickets. Yeah. And big ones <laughs> as well. He's got a knack of taking huge wickets in all forms of cricket as well. Not just uh, the white ball stuff. In test cricket, he's done it. I mean, that test at the Oval where he just rocked up and, and hit those twin 50s and took crucial wickets. Got Joe Root, I think he did in that test as well. So yeah. just, I love that guy. He can bat, he can bowl. He's just all action cricketer and just makes things happen. I don't think you'll find a, a way into the into the actual squad and to the 11 certainly as well, um, which is a shame. Um, but yeah,
2: It's almost like...
1: They'll go with Shammy. Yeah, sorry. They'll go with Shami. They'll, they will, won't yeah. they? even if he's it's not recovered, almost... even if he's not played, any warm-up cricket. They'll just stick him in. He'll get hit for 40 in his first game. All the knives will be out again from the fans. And they've just thrown Shami under a bus, basically, the selectors, by doing that and not giving him any time to prepare. So that that's that's what's going to happen, my, my words.
2: Yeah, and what's scary is, you know, the first match is against Pakistan. So, you know, what had transpired when Shami didn't have the best Same, of games yeah. last year against Pakistan. So, yeah, it's just going to be that. And Siraj has played a lot of matches. He's played around 10 internationals since July, which was Shami's last professional match. And he's played county also. So, yeah, he he's like, he's, he like looks in very good rhythm. I would personally want Siraj there, but I think it's going to be Shami. Yeah,
1: Right, we will wait and see. Thanks for listening to India on 99.94. Please rate, review and subscribe. You can download the 99.94 app from where you get your apps usually. And you can follow us personally on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Nikesh Raghani and Sarah is at Swaris16. We'll put links up for everything we do there on this podcast and beyond. And you can also follow our network at 99.94 DM on social media. Remember, if you love cricket, then we are the home of Cricket Audio. Follow us for podcasts and commentary from the bat and ball world. Thanks for joining Cricket's Conversation 99.94.
0: Hi, my name is Andy Billman. And this is the Believe in the Land podcast. A weekly look back at the week that was... In Cleveland sports, the highs, Ooh, Guardians clap, Guardians clap. the lows, I've been asked on this channel all the time, when are you going to panic? Panic button's been hit! And everything in between. I directed a film that came out in 2016 called Believe Land, and we love our sports here in Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you, God! Check in for weekly podcast and so much more. What the hell was that tonight? All in, all day, every day, go Cleveland, believe in the land.